Seven stages of a relationship. Stage six, crisis. Hi, I'm Beck from Be Free Emotional Fitness Training, and I support women and girls to become emotionally stronger. And I'm Vern from Move Forward Mentoring, and I specialize in male mentoring, helping boys and men find their passion, speak from their heart, and build better relationships. And together we are Rekindling Relationships. We work with couples through mentoring sessions as well as facilitating communication and creative workshops to build deeper connections. Welcome to our podcast, designed to help you strengthen and bring more fun into your partnership as well as create a more loving, healthy and strong connection. Hey everyone. Hey everyone. So we're up to stage six, crisis. It's an interesting one, this one. It's a really interesting one and we've been just discussing... The idea, you know, behind midlife crisis or crisis in a relationship when things go <laughs> go pear shaped, go pear shaped, yeah, go some, sour. Some people call it the seven year itch. It tends to happen around the seven year mark. And midlife, yeah, so crisis. midlife and mm. midlife crisis can also mean when people are like worried about their own mortality, so they suddenly realise, oh, I've been young, now I'm in that sort of I'm getting older stage, mm. you know, and we're both in that. We're both in our forties and fifties. <laughs> I think that means that we're not going to go through another midlife crisis. I think we've been there, done that. No, we both had our midlife crisis already, haven't we? Yeah. 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 Thank goodness. Thank goodness for that. Tell us about your midlife crisis. Oh, good. <laughs> Put back on the spot. What happened to it you that made huge. a big change? So now that I can see that I think I probably got stuck in some of those stages mm. in that relationship. And was very young anyway when I entered that relationship, maybe a bit immature. The reason why often people find themselves in a midlife crisis is they they have got stuck in one of those other stages. Yeah. They haven't moved forward in their relationship. And they haven't worked through it together. Yeah. Yeah, they have stuck in conflict and so they never really worked through the conflict properly. Yeah, or any yeah. of the stages. Or they don't trust each other. Yeah, or they just might not have be going on the same path. Mm. And they haven't had a conversation, so yeah. they don't really know that. Yeah. I had a massive midlife crisis, like massive. Come on, share. Where do I even start? Where do you even start? Was it the realisation for you, like when I see it from outside, was it realisation that what you were doing was not what you wanted to be doing? Yeah. I think I ended my relationship in a really poor way, which some people do at this midlife crisis stage, which was have an affair. But that was you trying to get out of a relationship, wasn't it? Yeah. You knew that if you did this wasn't just a relationship it was a religion as well yeah and i think there was obviously a subconscious thought pattern that was like oh is this lifestyle for me anymore i don't know if this lifestyle's for me anymore do i believe this because i was in a religion where it's very much your life you can't think outside of that you can't no do no it's very insular you don't have friends outside it's of that it's very controlling it's yeah. very much your life and i think maybe prior to this i thought maybe this isn't for me and that was my out of mm the relationship and the religion and that was my massive midlife crisis what about you i remember i was probably 45 46 and my mum died and she was only 71 she was pretty young and she went from really good to not in a short period of time mm. and i thought to myself wow things just happen like you can die just like that and mm. i've been a teacher for years and probably 10 11 years and then i went do i want to still be a teacher and it was like, no, I don't want to be a teacher anymore. This this lifestyle, this way of doing things doesn't suit me. Mm. It's in a box. This is the way you do it. And I don't think like that or work like that. And I left and that was my midlife crisis, just saying, right, I throw caution to the wind mm. and I will jump and see where I land. And it worked out well. 
because I actually think when I started following the thing I wanted, I really wanted, then everything worked out. That's when you started your own business. This mm-hmm. one, I left teaching and started my own business and then that business grew and in that business I got to be more of myself. Mm. So I did less of what other people told me mm. to do and I did more of what I thought was the right thing for me. Mm. And that then made me happier and that means that the sort of ripple effect of everything. Yeah, that's less destructive. <laughs> Much less destructive. <laughs> Good. Very destructive in the past. You know, this is where people might relate to things that send them down the path of midlife crisis or disconnected. Yeah, Yeah. destructive behaviour where Mm. their relationship might end at this point. They might not be in a headspace for a relationship anymore. They're like on board with whatever's happening for me now. I'm going to move on. Trying to find it elsewhere. I want to go back to stage one. Yeah. I want to go back to passion. Yeah. And what are some things that cause people to feel like this is they might feeling like life is meaningless, feeling a dissatisfaction of one situation, which might be where you were at. Yeah, I think I was feeling unfulfilled. Yep, a sense of lost opportunities in life, a regret for the decisions that they've made in the past. Yeah, because they're in a space where they've been doing the same thing probably for enough years to go, this is not me. Yeah. Why am I here? What do I Why need am to I do? still doing this? Why am I still doing this? Or what do I need to I don't even know what to do to get out of this. You can be interwound in a situation quite deeply like I was and mm. to get out of that is really hard or yeah, change that, that. That was a massive like the your your story of yeah. having to leave that religion to me is mind-boggling. Yeah, well even if I with the partner said to him at the time I don't want this religion anymore that would have been really hard for him because that's his life yeah. and all the family's life. So that would have separated us anyway. There might be childhood issues that they've never dealt with. That well, would be a big one. And if you have these childhood issues cuz I think childhood issues come up in a relationship because your relationship with your mother and father somehow becomes an aspect of the relationship between you and your partner. Mm. Positive is that, but if you don't work through the negative stuff, and that becomes resentment, things you don't like about each other. They'll start to manifest themselves at mm. some point if you haven't dealt with them. Realising that you're getting older and feeling that you must be adventurous before it's too late. When you're working flat out and your body changes, you're not you're not as fit as you used to be. You used mm. to be easily fit and now you're not as easily fit. So your behaviour changes as well. I think this one would probably be one for me. Confusion over who you are and what you want to be in life. If you get to your 40s or your 50s and you've been doing the main thing in your life, say work, and you've been doing it for other people, like it's to make money for family or to, you know, so your parents are proud of you or any other reason apart from the thing that you really like doing, you've got to realise that, aren't you? And that hits hard. Those two things happen in people's 40s and 50s. I can see that like further on. And now they're going to go, well, what? What do I do? And sometimes that can be very destructive, as you say. They can just like leave the family and go. Yeah. You know? And then go off, I'm just going to go and be in my own life. And that's been happened because... Nothing's been dealt with in the past. Look, and apparently this is a really normal part of life. I'm so glad to hear that. And I'm sure everyone out there does, and there's probably someone sitting out there going, oh, friggin' hell, should I buy that convertible? Should yes. I leave my partner? <laughs> Maybe. Should I become a skydiver professionally? Yes, you definitely should. <laughs> That's always a yes. <laughs> so apparently this is really normal. But if a couple has successfully negotiated the previous five stages? So they would have to have navigated passion, discovery, conflict, commitment, and then cooperation. Yeah, and if they have successfully navigated those five stages, yeah. they should be able to support each other 
in this really emotionally confusing phase. Yeah, because you've got each other's backs, haven't you? You're like, yeah. And you know each other because you've been having conversations throughout yeah. your life about what you need. So you see what's going on and you can go, I can be there for you. Yeah. yeah. And you can smoothly, without making any major, major life changes, navigate it together. I didn't successfully do. <laughs> but you weren't connected though. Yeah. You weren't deeply connected with him. You did not have deep conversations. You didn't move through conflict like you said you avoided it. Yeah. So you'd never moved into your part of relationship where that's actually a possibility. And we were clearly going on very different paths. So you'd never moved out of that stage. Mm. And isn't that interesting that if you get stuck in a stage that affects everything else that happens, you don't get to get away with it. It's, if you don't move through the stages of a relationship successfully, positively mm. then your relationship just won't work what's really interesting we've been having a conversation about that as we started doing this podcast and going all right what will we do i'll oh, we'll do seven stages of a relationship what are they and reading it and going oh oh yeah that's that part and that's that part and seeing it in this relationship but then seeing it in past relationships and realizing that at all other relationships it's got stuck at a certain point in that stage mm. i think for me a lot of them was the early stages yeah, I didn't myself go into, too. It's that interesting part that when you can look at your relationship and sort of break it down and go, oh, whatever's happening for us is actually happening for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> this is not abnormal. And this is really good to be aware of because I think it's like when as a, a child or a baby grows, they have to go through certain stages to develop mentally. Hmm. If they miss a stage like crawling, that actually does affect them yep. emotionally and mentally. Hmm. I think that shows you that this is really important to be aware of and mindful that there are different stages. And then you might be able to navigate them better mm. too if you're aware of them. And that's an interesting point about the fact that this is going to happen to all of us. Mm. So no matter who you're with, mm. no matter who this person is in your life, you are two people coming together and there is a dance that happens in there. Yeah. And how you move through that and how you dance together and the communication that happens in the dance, you dance with each other yeah, and you help each other grow then you move through the stages. You stop giving to the other person. It's probably you stop giving to yourself, isn't it? That's and right. And there needs to be a conversation. Mm. You, know, you need to be able to see if you can find a way to connect again. Yeah, so you can get to this healthy life stage that we're going to talk about. Mm. This very healthy life stage. So thank you so much for listening. Please join us next time. For stage seven, completion. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and follow us. And check out our website at rekindlingrelationships.com. Bye for now. See ya.